0: Welcome to Couch Buddies. I'm Kia. I'm Michelle, and uh, today we're we're going with the Lake House. Yep,
1: yeah, the Lake House is a two thousand six movie. Stars Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, Christopher Plummer. Some mm-hmm. some big big names, heavy hitters there. Yes, uh, it was directed by Alejandro Agresti. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writer is David Auburn, uh, but it is based on uh, a movie, a, a Korean film, which IMDb has as two different titles. Uh, so, uh, forgive me. Ahead of time, Siwore or Ilmare. Yeah, Ilmare is the the like when it was released, I think, internationally on. It, yeah, uh, si, siwore, what I can't say it. Sewore, si, maybe. Uh, I would have to see it. S I. If you can read my handwriting, you probably can't. Is S I W O R A E? Yeah, I'd say Sewore. Yeah. Which, but it's a Korean word, and I don't speak I, other languages. I, I, which is why, like, I, know I don't even—I don't even really want to say the names of the people. Uh, the last names are Kim and, ya- and Yeo, and but I'm not going to try the first names because I'm really bad at other languages. <laughs> so, out of respect, I'm not going to do that. But uh, it has an IMDb score of six point eight out of ten and a Rotten Tomato score of thirty five percent. Aww. But I think, and and a lot of that I, I mentioned to you right before we started recording, because this is a Korean, basically Korean mm-hmm. film. That makes the ending make a lot more sense. If you've ever seen like Korean TV shows and cinema, they're a little more fantastical. Mm-hmm. And so that makes like certain things that happen in this movie make a lot more sense. Yeah. My sci fi brain had some issues until I realized it was a Korean film. <laughs> and then suddenly it all worked, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm fine with this. Right. Like, I know what this is now.
0: Uh, If you haven't seen the movie, the synopsis is a lonely doctor who once occupied an unusual lakeside house begins exchanging love letters with its former resident, a frustrated architect. They must try to unravel the mystery behind their extraordinary romance before it's too late. They don't really unravel a mystery. No, they really don't. But that's just the short synopsis from IMDb. It's the one that wasn't six paragraphs long. So that's the one I went with. Um, The director,
1: Alejandro Agresti, mostly has done uh, foreign films. Right. Yeah, I, I saw the language films. Uh, David Auburn, however, wrote Proof, mm-hmm. which yeah, I've seen scenes from, and it like Proof is big. Yeah, yeah. It, proof was a it, he wrote it the year before the Lake House. He wrote No Five, and then oh, he yeah. he is writing the 2019 Charlie's Angels film. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's hilarious for lots of reasons. But right. that was just I was like, right. oh,
0: hey, that's a fun one. Right. Well, and and I also have to say, like another bit of pedigree for this movie mm-hmm. is the, the composer, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Rachel Portman. I bloody love her. I saw her name come across the screen in, in opening titles, which we really don't get in movies very much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that came up and I had a little bit of like a nostalgia quake. Cause I was like, Oh, I kind of missed these. Um, but I saw her name come up as the composer and, and I had just sort of an instant like I had a hit of like good feelings of like, oh yeah, I love her. And but other than um other than the score for a movie called Snowflower and the Secret Fan, mm-hmm. uh, which is a good movie. I love I, the book is better. But other than like I was thinking, like, I don't I knew I like a lot of her work, but I can't think of other than Snowflower, I can't I like I couldn't think of anything else that she had done. So I went down a little rabbit hole and looked, and like she did the score for Belle, which is the Goo Goo and Botha bra movie that I love and adore. Um Snow the Secret fan. She did she was Shock a lot. She was the mm, she was the composer for Shock A Lot. Uh the the uh, I know you don't like it, but the um, the Gwyneth Paltrow version of Emma. The music in it's great. Right. Gwyneth Paltrow's um, horribly cast. Oh, like this was the one that surprised me. Uh, tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything. Love Julie Newmar. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, and then I, then the the last one that, or like one of the last ones that I saw on the list and it suddenly made me realize, oh yes, this is why I love her. She was the, she did the score for Jim Henson's The Storyteller. Oh. I was like, I I saw that. I was like, suddenly, so much of my life makes sense. There's another person in this that I did not
1: mention in the opening. Uh, I'm going to say her name wrong, so I severely apologize. Shoray Adashlu? Oh! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. I love her. I love her. She's, uh, more recently, she's been in 37th of the... 36 episodes of The Expanse. Um, I know her voice very well because <laughs> Mass Effect. She, Mass Effect. She plays Admiral Shaloran. Yeah. At Ron. Sorry, Shalaron. I I've also seen her in a variety of other things. I mean, she's been in NCIS, she's been in elementary, she's been in, I mean, so many you can look through IMDb, all the way down to Matlock. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of her first roles was on an episode of Matlock. Yeah. Like I, I love her she, voice. It's very distinctive. The
0: first thing that like I remember seeing her in where she stood out to me was uh, the horror movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Mm-hmm. Because it, if you've seen that movie, which I know you haven't. No, um, I don't do scary. But Meg and I went to see it, and it was an experience. I remember that. I yeah, remember that, because I nearly committed murder at the theater. Yep, I heard about that. I, I, will, I will tell that story another time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... I, if you've seen the exorcism of Emily Rose, the scenes where, where it's, where it's present day and like the trial is happening, it's all very composed, very monotone. It's a very kind of somber palette to, to like, in contrast to like the stuff where we see Emily being possessed. Um, it's like, it's all very, like I said, monotone is like kind of like the best word that I can think to describe it. And, she plays, like, an expert witness for the defense. And so, like, when she comes in to give her testimony, it was just, like, all of a sudden, like, this, this like, sudden splash of color and life. And I'm just like, oh, my God, thank you. Like, I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. I watch that movie every mm-hmm. Halloween. But she is, like, just said this sudden, like... Breeze of like a fresh air that comes in through, and I'm like, I, I love you, and like, I love her in everything I've ever seen her in. Yeah, I,
1: me too. Uh, I play Mass Effect is like the, the for me, the big thing because I've probably played Mass Effect more time than I've watched any movies. But <laughs> she plays, uh, your ally, if you will. Yeah. She, she works with Tally, for those of you who don't know anything about it, sorry. But, but they're aliens who have masks. She, I mean, Adam Baldwin is one of the aliens in this mm-hmm. in this race. She's one of the aliens in this race. Um, oh man there's there's there are a number of like actors I recognize from different 90s things right. that were were that were people in this race but
0: it's such an interesting like voice to mm-hmm. hear behind yeah, this mask. She has, and, yeah. she has such like an exquisite, recognizable mm-hmm. voice. It's amazing. Yeah, and well, the it. other thing I, I know her from,
1: because I remember watching the movie in theaters and going, hey, it's her! Uh, is she was in uh, Star Trek Beyond. She plays oh, right. a, a Commodore. Commodore Paris, I want to say. Because she, she's basically the person who, if you haven't seen Star Trek Beyond, Kirk's trying to leave the Enterprise and she's offering him another job at yeah. the end of the movie. And she meets him with him at the beginning at the end of the movie. And she doesn't have a big role, but once again, it's just that another thing to give life to that universe. Mm-hmm. It's not all white people. <laughs> yeah. I mean Yeah. Oh yeah, I get it. But yeah, so it's just it's really enjoyable. She's I mean, really enjoyable. She's to me. a she's and a great. So I had to throw director. her in there yeah. I forgot to mention her earlier. Yeah. Um and then of course Christopher Plummer. We I'm, all knew Christopher Plummer is. Yeah, Christopher Plummer, who's, like, an angry old man. But that's beside the point. I think he's always been an angry old man. Yeah. But then you have, you know, the big two, Keanu and Sandra, in their first movie together since Speed. Yeah. And I, at the time this movie came out, (laughs) did not have a huge thing for Keanu Reeves. Did not like him that much. I mentioned to you off mic, but this was a date that my now husband, then boyfriend, and I went on to see this movie, and I had just seen The Matrix, so I was (laughs) Keanu now. I watched The Matrix because of love, and that's the only reason. But since then, I have developed much love for Keanu Reeves. Right. So watching it again this time, it was even more special,
0: (laughs) because I love him so Um, much now. I, while, while we're talking about Keanu Reeves and our love of him, um, I once again, at the outset of this episode, would like to would like to make a statement to my friend Emily because she and I were we were we were I had, I had messaged her in the other day and was telling her that we were that this was coming up and we were going to record this one and I misspoke in such a way that led her to think that I did not like Keanu Reeves oh <laughs> and so it was like I feel like. There's a part of me that I'm like, this almost feels like a wound that I've created that I feel the need to heal. <laughs> and so it's like, Em, I know, it. hopefully you're still listening to the podcast by the time this comes out. But please believe, I love Keanu Reeves with all my heart. Because, and I'm more of a fan of his early stuff. Yes. Before, was, before yeah. the Matrix, before he became like super cool action star Keanu Reeves. John Wick's a great movie. Just throw that out there. <laughs> right. Because um one, it's like I'm talking his earliest movies because I love him in Parenthood. Yes. Uh like don't like the Bill and Ted movies are good, but that is not like where I fell in love with him because like I immediately fell in love with him in the movie Parenthood. Mm-hmm. And um there is a uh there's a movie called Permanent Record. Okay. Which this this might have been, it was like either right before or like right after bill and ted that he Mm -hmm. did this movie and he plays a character whose best friend commits suicide and like at first everybody believes that it's an accident but he's the only one who knows Mm -hmm. and it's like there's a whole scene of like him having to tell his friend's parents like because the kid like everybody thinks he falls off a cliff and he's the one who tells like and everybody thinks it's an accident and, like, oh, horrible tragedy. Like, the, you know, this this kid died. And he's the one who has to tell his parents later. Is like, there was no screen. And, like, this movie... Like, my dad fell in love with it. And so it was on, like, replay all the time in our house. So, like, that movie there, like, it just ingrained a deep and abiding love of Keanu Reeves into me. And... But then, like, I don't know, by the time... Like the Matrix kind of rolled around. I think just because every single boy in my high school was like super obsessed with the Matrix, I just kinda tuned it out. Mm-hmm. And so um oh and the other movie, point break. See, you skipped the first movie I ever saw him in. Babes in Toyland with Drew Barrymore. Oh my god, I'd forgotten about that. I had the VHS that's, copy. That's that's not the first thing I ever saw him in.
1: I had the VHS copy that I wore out. No like I the, wore that watched that movie all the time. It was um, like nineteen
0: late late eighties, I oh, would yeah. say. Yeah, um, but no, I I can't believe I almost forgot to mention Point Break because yeah, there there is a big part. Word. I know you haven't seen it. I was going to make you watch it at one point, but I mislaid my copy and had to buy a new one. Mm-hmm. And in the interim, we just never got around to it. Yeah, I'll watch it uh, someday. Yeah, but I'm not kidding you. They're not canonically together, but I want to add Special Agent Johnny Utah <laughs> and Bodie to my OTP list because... The bromance is strong. <laughs> Honestly, I got that from Hot Fuzz, I know. <laughs> like it's been explained to me through Nick Frost. I am well aware <laughs> of the bromance. <laughs> but yeah, I oh my god, I have a deep and abiding love with Keanu Reeves. I want us to, I don't think it hold it probably doesn't hold up as well as this one did. But I kind of want us to add a walk in the clouds to our list at some point. Before we like really get into this movie, I will admit last night or, uh yeah, last night was the first time I'd ever seen it, yeah, and i, because, I have seen it before I've, I own it right you you own it i I had never seen it before, and and i I came to the realization it's like I think the reason why I hadn't seen it is because um' because like I, one, this came out when we were in college, mm-hmm. and typically like I just during that time, I didn't really go to the movies to see something unless it was like something big. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like going, going to see like pirates or a Harry Potter movie Mm -hmm. or something like that. Um, which was like a big event spectacle kind of thing where, you know, like it was, you gathered up a bunch of people and you went. Yeah. Um, but as far as movies like this, we just, you know, didn't really go for, and we just kind of wait to grab it when it was, when it was finally out on video, like, go to Buster's and, and rent it. Yeah. And by the time, to- by the time it was at Buster's and it was in, like, the cheaper category, mm-hmm. I realized the reason I think I had lost interest in it is because the time traveler's wife had come out. Mm-hmm. And that was very widely panned, and I heard nothing good about it from anybody I spoke to. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm looking at busters and like movies to rent and I got to the lake house and I'm just like, ah, time traveling romance movie. I don't care. (laughs) And so I like, I realized that like I realized it like the other night It's like, I, yeah, like I had kind of denigrated this movie just based on like, cause I, I don't know. Like there was just something about it that cause like I really love Keanu Reeves. I love Sandra Bullock. I was like, I don't, I don't know that I want to see a romance movie with the two of them, but yeah, you fair. know, I, I had kind of just kept putting it off for
1: one reason or another. Yeah, I, like I said, I saw it because we wanted we wanted something to go see on a date. It wasn't mm-hmm. a big deal, but I ended up buying it. I'm pretty sure it was in a two pack with sliding doors. That sounds right. I, I remember this conversation with you. There's, there's some movie that I bought because it was in a two pack with sliding doors, and I think it was this one. Um, I always say it was this one or failure to launch. I can't remember which, but this seems thematically more appropriate.
0: It, it wouldn't have been failure to launch. It seems
1: thematically more appropriate than yes. it was this one. And so I, I own it. I had not watched it in years. Mm-hmm. Um, because Josh didn't really love it when we left theater. I liked it a lot, mm-hmm. but I didn't love it when we left the movie theater. So it's one I haven't watched in a long time, but I remembered the gist yeah. of it. Honestly, as I was watching it, I kept thinking you would probably enjoy it because of the epistolary nature
0: yes of the film and that's a big thing that, that you really love is it, a good it is yeah i i love I love a good epistolary story yes and i I have many books mm-hmm. on on that on that sort of like in that milieu yep. and i i honestly like watching this movie last night I think I realized like I'm glad that I waited this long Mm-hmm. Because I think I appreciate this movie a lot more now than I would have had I seen it in college. Me, I think I appreciate it more now than I did in college too. Yeah, I I don't think I would have I don't think I would have enjoyed it. Um cuz there No, there there's just something about it overall. There's there's a calmness to it. There's a quietness. Mm -hmm. There's a stillness to this movie. Just a real otherworldly type calm to me. Yeah. There, a little like there, there's a serenity to it. That's the, that's the serenity. There, there's a like, almost like a tranquility, like not quite, but there's just something, there's just something so still about this movie that, um, like I said, I don't think I would have appreciated. Like in, in a time where I was watching things like, sliding doors on repeat much to Kim's chagrin (laughs) um like when I was watching sliding doors or uh you know or the holiday or you know these more Mm -hmm. sort of you know like um bantery kind of quippy kind of uh you know more not fast-paced but more like like more up-tempo kind of Mm -hmm. kind of quippy was a good word yeah but yeah, like I said, I don't think I would have appreciated it nearly as much. Oh, like, had I seen it back then, I would have been a fan of the time-traveling na- nature of it. Mm-hmm. I think I would have appreciated that. And um, I think had I seen this when I was younger, I would have been more upset that it didn't end with him dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, see, that's <laughs> the
0: one thing about this movie that I
1: love. <laughs> that I love, no.
0: even then... <laughs> But
1: I was like, really? But they set it up so beautifully early on in the movie. They do that—that that this can be
0: fixed, right? And that they do, and I do appreciate that. Yeah, the way it's set up is really good. Yeah, there, there is still a part of it because I'm, I'm, I'm that person. Yeah, I,
1: I like a good tragic story. Oh yeah, this would have been really good even if he had died. Yeah, but I think. The way it ends is where the Korean nature of the film comes in. Yeah, because what I've seen of South Korean cinema mm-hmm. and TV, it makes more sense that he, that yes. that he lives in the end. Yeah,
0: oh, absolutely.
1: But anyway, so the movie itself starts out with Kate Fo- uh, Forrester. I supposed say Foster. Forrester, Forrester yeah. moving out of a lake house, and Alex Weiler, and Alex Weiler moving, moving in. in. It's a, it's a really like well done yeah. thing, and if you don't know what what you're what you're in for, it is a in, a little bit of a mystery at the very beginning. A little bit,
0: yeah. It's but yeah, and I don't know why like like reading the description and everything like I got something like flipped in my head, and so for some reason I was thinking like she was in the past and he was in the future, and and then I'm like. Wait, what's going on? I don't <laughs> understand. And so like there was also something like where I think I thought he was the doctor and she was the architect, which I was like, that is made that I that intrigued me so much more. <laughs> nope, nope. She's the doctor. But, yeah. Um But we have them you know like one's moving in, one's moving out. Um and then we get just—it's basically just sort of like little snapshots of their lives. We're seeing at, how at they the, live yeah. at the very, very beginning because she—we're seeing her working at or her like going in for her first day at work at uh, at this hospital, mm-hmm. and he's working on a construction site. Um, yep, he's building condos. He's building condos. Like he's got a very a very flirty, persistent assistant, Mona. Mona, um, and like. <laughs> She's like, honey, you're working on a construction site. That's like, why he told her to buy books. I know. I'm like, please have appropriate footwear. Um, and like, but there's this whole thing of like her, like them shouting like back and forth at each other. Yeah. And like, honey, you can't flirt and shout at the same time. That's, Doesn't work that it way. It does not work this way. Um, but I do love you know she like her asking him the question you know why would you take that house like it's all glass there's no privacy and yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I want to say something like right up right at the start before I forget. We see so much of the exterior of the house and we see like him like on top of the house kind of on like a back, not really quite deck area, but as close as you could get with this house. Mm-hmm. I wish there was more from the interior. Well, and what we do see the interior is so
1: clear to the outside that it's hard to even remember that you're inside. Exactly. Like, yeah, the well, and it was a real house. That they built for the production, yes. That had no bathrooms, Sandra Bullock. It had running water, but no bathrooms. bathrooms yeah. Sandra Bullock did not approve, right? But, and I love—I didn't say this earlier, but she. I have said this during the two weeks' notice one. I love her; like mm-hmm. the, she can do no wrong. Although the haircut at the beginning of the movie is wrong, but other than that, <laughs> I don't love her haircut in this early on in this
0: movie. Like it, it grew on me as the movie goes. For some reason, at the very beginning, I, don't I don't mind love it because it. like it's very indicative of that time. True, that's very true. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like a, a late 90s haircut that, like, became, uh, that became, like, chic again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, that, that was a very, like, 90s kind of hairstyle, too.
1: But she leaves a letter... Basically telling
0: him, I love being in
1: this house. Can you forward my mail if it shows up? Because mm-hmm. I left my change of address, but we all know what a crapshoot that is. Yes. So forward my mail if it shows up. And, and sorry about the
0: paw. Uh, sorry about the paw prints by the door. They were get there when I got here. They were here when I got here. And the box in the attic.
1: Those were all here when I got here. So yeah. I didn't do it. It's not mine.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's like... Prince, there's nothing. He, yeah, there's, there's no box there, in there, the attic. Yeah, there's there's nothing.
1: None of that is here. He's like, you're insane. And so he leaves a note in his mailbox saying, you're insane.
0: Yeah, basically. You must have met this house. And she's yeah, you must have met this house down the road. She's like, no, I'm very well aware of this other house. And, and I'm going to bring this up again later on, but the way
1: this is filmed to where it's like they're speaking to each other yes. but, she's active, but they're actually writing.
0: Yes. I love that conceit I, in this I movie. I love it too. It's so well done in this movie and i have i have been trying all like all of last night and all of today there is something that this movie reminds me of in that regard and i don't know what it is and it has been driving me nuts maybe you think about it as we're talking about it maybe it's highly unlikely (laughs) at this point but um
1: but then the paw prints thing happens well, yeah. while he's fixing up the deck, like he's painting. Because because on his end, we find that, you come to find out, this house has been basically abandoned for years. Yeah, for no telling how long. Um, there's nobody been living here. So he is fixing it up. Like, he's got to fix the water. He's got to fix all this kind of stuff. And then they start going back and forth about it. And so he's painting the, the what's the, it called? The fence, not pier. the fence. The the guardrails, the headrails. Yeah. He's painting those, and he has the, the things in there, and a stray dog runs across and leaves paw prints on the on the deck. And that's when he's like, wait, what's happening? This is really, yeah. wait, what? And then that's when they, they he wrote the wrong year on the letter, mm-hmm. and she's like, wait, no, it's he like, wrote the wrong it's year. It's been
0: 2006,
1: all, all year. Yeah, and he's like, what are you talking about? It, he's, like, he's fixing the sink at that moment. He's yeah. Like, 2006 like you're yeah. crazy and and they have some of this go back and forth because they can't believe that this is happening mm-hmm. it's not until he puts the note in there like is this really happening or whatever and and then he sees from his mm-hmm. perspective on the pier the flag go down on the mailbox and then go back up a minute later mm-hmm. and then we see from her perspective the same thing happens after she puts something in and and that's when they both go, wait, whoa. She still thinks it's a joke. He's starting to believe at that moment. Yeah. And she thinks it's a joke basically until she's r- riding the subway or the train home. Because she lives in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I guess we should properly introduce ourselves. Yeah. And by the way, the guy sitting next to her is, is the, the director. director. Yeah. Funny. Funny cameo. But, but yes, yeah, so they properly introduce themselves. And that's when it begins a a dialogue between the two of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really? You know, he, that's when we found out he's an architect. She's a doctor. She used to work in internal medicine. Uh, we don't really know why the change or if she's changed. Um, cause like I used to work in internal medicine in Wisconsin, but I, I, I was like, I think she still works in internal medicine, but it, it was hard to tell. Like there yeah. wasn't, there wasn't a lot of doctoring happening in this. No, not a lot.
0: Um, there were a couple of things, but for the most part, it's mainly just kind of, like, she pushes a guy's bed to take him to an MRI. Yeah. She talks to a little girl. She Yeah, she talks to a little girl. It's mainly her just, like, in a break room or like cafeteria, she uh, she does uh, 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 paddles on a guy
1: um, shock. I don't know if that's called right now. <laughs>
0: Defibrillator. Thank you.
1: She does defibrillate somebody at one point. Yeah. yeah oh gosh. yeah. Yeah. That's. But but that's for the true. most part, the be, her being a doctor is something she has already. She's because she's already through. I wouldn't say the hard part, but she finished her residency in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. so she's kind of a little bit better off than than like if you watch ER like those doctors <laughs> cuz right. they're still finishing their residencies and stuff and Yeah. And so yeah, she she's to the part now where she can breathe a little bit.
0: Yeah. And like her her days are her days are hectic. She does like 36-hour shifts mm-hmm. and you know, she you know, it it's not a it's not a breeze by any means, but yeah, you get like she's working hard, but she's in a place where like she can kind of settle into her life. Oh, and I jumped over um, how she gets out, how she
1: returns to the lake house to get these letters. Yeah, is, a, is important. And I totally jumped it. She's eating with her mom in the plaza mm-hmm. in, in Chicago. And there's I think a, it's daily plaza, the daily plaza. Yeah, there's a there's a car accident. And there's a man who dies in her arms. And Anna, I can't remember her last name, but she's the doctor who's kind of her, like, mentor. I want to say it's like Klasinski. Something to that effect. Anyway, Anna says, I'm going to tell you what I tell lots of doctors, and hopefully you'll be the first to listen. On your day off, get out of here, get as far away from here as you can, and go to the place that makes you feel happiest. Mm -hmm. And so she goes back to the lake house, and that's how she finds the letter, Mm -hmm. the, the, the letter about the paw prints. Yeah. Because that to me, that's important that that was all predicated. Number one, it becomes important. It's very important at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's all predicated on her needing a happy place. Yes. And that is not exactly what this place represents for Alex. No, not at all. And so it's an interesting dichotomy there of, of what right. the place
0: represents to each of them. Yeah, absolutely. And what it comes to represent yeah. to each of them. Um, there, There's a couple of like little... Little quotes in here that I wanted mm-hmm. that I wanted to pick up um, from, like, as you did, like a great job of like sum- summing up like a huge portion None of so. this. No, Sorry, no, 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 no. It's but just that are, there's there's a lot of interesting stuff that goes back and there forth. Is, but. but- it's hard to explain. You just kind of have to. Yeah, you just kind of yeah. have to see a lot of it because it's all very. It's just kind of like snippets of things that all get sewn yeah, together. Yeah. And I love some of that. I yeah. too. But I there there's just a couple little things that I love. Like mainly it's it's when she's, um, she and her mom are having this lunch on Valentine's Day. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. That whole scene's fantastic. Yeah, it, and like, and I love I love this whole exchange because, um. Like her mom is carrying around a copy of *Crime and Punishment* by Dostoevsky. Very beaten up copy. Yes, a very beaten up copy. And and they're talking about and like this book belonged to belonged to Kate's dad. And um, and her mom has the line, you know, holding his books. I feel uh, I feel like he's with me somehow, knowing he was once on the same pages, reading the same words, and. To me like that it that has so many echoes through this movie mm-hmm. it feel it's almost like a throwaway at the beginning, but like it feel it ends up feeling very important mm-hmm. to to the rest of this agreed of like I don't know like it hearing it it stood out to me of like I don't know like watching this movie it's the first time I've ever seen it like it, that line it was like, okay, this feels important somehow like there's weight to this line. Mm-hmm. And like I didn't want to just like completely jump over. Oh that. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Like I said, I
1: jumped I jumped because I get so caught up in the back and forth. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, I I mean, I didn't know it was possible to banter through letters, but they do. They do. They yeah. banter and like even when they don't believe it yet, um because he says he's in '04, she goes, "Okay, if you're really in 2004," and she digs through her photos at home, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Then here you go," and she sends him a scarf.
0: She sends him a scarf because there was a freak late snowstorm that spring. And if you that look at day, everyone got everyone got sick. If you
1: look at the day, it's like mid-April.
0: So yeah. yeah, that is a freak yeah. late snowstorm, and everybody got
1: sick. So drink plenty of uh, plenty of fluids, get some rest. Yeah. Doctor's yeah. orders, and he's like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. As the snow starts, as to the fall. snow starts falling, and he sneezes. Yeah, yeah, that like that. I love, um. I love that scene. Like, like even though she doesn't believe him, you know, she still she's still like okay if what you're saying is true then this and then she gives him her address and so he shows up there to return something and, to her and it's yeah it's, it's i
0: can't remember the address it's, 1620 race it's, uh north racine north racine okay i got all i could ever get could down was that all i could ever get was the 1620 yeah so that's how it's referred to in my notes is just 1620 yeah um but you know he goes there uh-huh. uh uh he, like with he, his brother, yeah, Henry. he goes. There, he goes there with his brother Henry. Um, I do love like he's he's shown up at the. Uh, I don't know if it was like I his dad. His dad is a famous architect, so I assume yeah. it's his dad's architecture firm. Right. Um. Uh, like he shows up there too, and we 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 learn that he's been away for four years, mm-hmm. and um and now like they're not exactly pleased that he's building condos. You know, his brother teases him for it. His brother teases sure. him for it. Um, but they, um, but yeah, like one, oh my God, because we, the introduction that we get is like, we see, we see his dad, Simon and his brother, Henry, you know, they're, they're doing architecture stuff. And, um, it almost, you almost have a feeling like, it's almost like a class and like, he's, like or like, because it feels like students are coming up to him with examples of things. I felt like everybody had made their own models, and he was choosing which one was the right. Yeah, one. it's just everybody just seemed very young. Yeah, oh, and yeah. so like, I don't except know, like, for Henry, except yeah, it's everybody. I don't know. Like, I got like a student teacher kind of vibe from it. But anyway, yeah. um, Henry, like Henry, is coming downstairs with. Uh, Coming downstairs, like, with, with a lady. Which I believe is Vanessa, which is the woman he winds up with. Yeah, 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 that sounds right. I think. That sounds right. Um, but, you know, so he's he's walking downstairs with a lady, and, he, and he's talking, and, and he's basically kind of, like, blowing off steam about how pompous his dad was being, and then he just goes, like, holy shit, and like because he sees he sees alex outside the shot the shot through the revolving door oh my god it's yeah
1: you phenomenal see, you see the brother go out through the, the revolving door and then the camera stays within the revolving door for another full circle yes until it comes to rest on the brothers standing
0: in front of each other yes it's such a great it's so good i love that shot oh so my much. god Um, well, and you know, like, and they're, they're kind of talking, they're having this little reunion and then, you know, dad, like Simon comes out, which is how you find out it's their dad. You don't even know that. You don't, you don't know it yet. And you don't know it until later when they're in the bar complaining about their dad. Yeah. Like you, you don't realize it until this moment of like, you know, they're the two brothers are standing here. First time they've seen each other in like four years. And Henry's clearly pleased to see his brother. Yes, like, absolutely. And then out walks out walks Simon, and they're like, they're he's basically like, "Hey!" And like Simon just kind of like waves him off, and like keeps on going. He goes like half a wave, turns his back, and walks to the other direction. Yeah, and just like okay, thank like very dismissive there. Very obvious that
1: he has dad problems. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down. I was like so, dad problems.
0: Yeah, and and this is where we you know we've got. You know Henry and and Alex are going out for some drinks, and you know they're they're catching up and talking about you know work and the things that they're doing, and and then we get them looking for sixteen twenty North Racing Street because he's going to drop off a letter. He's going to deliver this letter, and, and there is no it's, it's just a vacant lot right now. Yeah, it's eighteen. It's in, yeah, it's like eighteen months from now, it'll like it'll be an address. Yep. <laughs> but um. Yeah, that's that's when we get the thing like with her giving him the scarf. And then um, the other thing that's important to know is that the dog is magic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that dog is magic, right? Sure. Because when when she first puts the letter in there, not first but the the time when she they finally start putting everything together, mm-hmm. she puts the note back in there and gets back in her car. Jack, who's a girl, who's a cute girl dog, stays out there and starts barking as because I say she sees through time. Because she she knows that, hey, her other master is right here. Yeah. Like, it's such a strange, weird connect point. It is. But I, I, do, I love the dog. I, I do, too. Jack's an interesting addition. Like, and when the letters they write when they discover that it's the same dog is really fun. Yeah,
0: I... There's almost, like, it... It almost feels like we need Jack to be able to call attention to certain things. Yes. Like Well, Jack like, is is how later, much later in the movie, he meets
1: douchebag. Um, Morgan? Morgan. Dylan Walsh. Oh, man. I have some thoughts on Morgan I, and, and how Morgan's exclusion could make this a better movie.
0: I, I have a love-hate relationship with Dylan Walsh. <laughs> like, I love him, but there are many things like where he's playing a complete and total twat. You mean like this movie? He's not a complete twat. In this he's movie. not a complete twat in this movie. He just is oblivious he's twat adjacent. Okay. That's fair. In in this movie. But no, I'm talking like nip tuck, where he's like, where where he's a complete and utter asshole. Yeah. Um, Like, but then again, um, listeners, I'm about to admit to something that I rarely ever tell people, but I love the movie Congo. (laughs) It's here first. (laughs) It's the first thing I ever saw Dylan Walsh in. And I love him in that movie. (laughs) It's ridiculous. Do not waste your time. But if you're ever just... Like, you know those times when you just need... Like, you're in a pissed-off mood. Mm -hmm. And you're in... Like, you need to watch something that matches the aggression that you have. Uh Uh-huh. I have those days, and that's when I come home and I say to myself, I need to watch a movie of gorillas, like, ripping people's faces off. This is the movie that I need. But there's one good gorilla who knows sign language. (laughs) And drinks martinis. Anyway... (laughs) But yeah, Dylan Walsh, like, I, oh, yeah, he's, I'm trying to think of the word that I want to describe him, like, or to to describe him in this movie, and I can't quite think of it. It's like, there's something very, he's very, like, he's solidly, I am, oh, man, He's, he's very, like, he's solidly middle class in the most yeah. beige way possible. Yeah, he's great at playing those kind of roles,
1: yeah. yeah. But, but he doesn't come until much later. But uh, the letters back and forth start, mm-hmm. and then they finally introduce themselves at this point. And then we get the moment where she's talking to the little girl. I love this mm-hmm. little conversation. Because it's basically like... If she's not careful. She could spend her whole life waiting. Yeah, and, and it's, it's explaining how... Kate feels about waiting and Mm -hmm. Kate's problems with waiting. Also, there's a Cary Grant, Ingrid Ingrid Bergman. Also, there's a Cary Grant, Ingrid Bergman movie playing on the TV. Uh, And and I, it's, it's notorious. Notorious. It's a great movie. Watch all the Cary Grant, Ingrid Bergman movies. They're great. Mm -hmm. Suspicion. Notorious, indiscreet, all great. Anyway.
0: And we've brought up Cary Grant for this, so... So check that yeah, off your check, list. check that off the list, but, but mark, and, mark that bingo square. And I swear, when we
1: would pick this movie, I did not remember <laughs> the scene was in it, and I've just seen later with the same movie. And I had no way of knowing, so... I didn't remember, it's been that long. But, but anyway, so yeah, we get... And then we get the Saturday walk montage. I love I love this whole idea, like, you know, he's he gives her a letter you know, take take a walk with me. And he gives her a map with numbered locations, and I'm assuming a letter to read at each or at least a description of each location, like some yeah, kind of letter. Yeah. And she responds back to him in real time. Of course it's not really in real time, but for our purposes it is. Yeah. And my favorite, one of my favorite parts in it
0: is when he says uh, something about you didn't mention your husband. Oh, he, she. He's asking like you know favorite things. Yeah, and and for the life of me, not, like I didn't get those down. But it's basically along the lines of you know something like the, you know the sound of rain on the sidewalk, uh, a, a picnic where it rains just at the very end. There we go. Rain, rain like, at the
1: very end yeah. Of the just yeah.
0: it's it's these simple sort of like intangible like three yeah. intangible things that she mentions you know that that she loves and and he's like i noticed you didn't add a husband to that and she's like yes i love my husband too he's a doctor as well yeah, he's,
1: he's also a, a doctor. plastic surgeon for uh, for barnyard for, for <laughs> farm animals yeah, yeah and he goes i'm uh, i wrote this one down i'm married too i have eight children and none of them look like me i'm worried
0: I'm kate too. And she's like, you should be. And and they're like, I love, because it's delivered like in that trademark sort of like Keanu smirking voice. Yeah, yeah. That's just, nobody else could deliver that line like he could. Yeah, it was so fun. So good.
1: And and then he's like, okay, I'm really single. And she's like, I'm single too. Yeah. And that's really where they leave it. Like they don't. Like, it, it's so good. Like, yeah. that scene, and, and she says she wishes they could have taken the walk together.
0: And and the graffiti! And there's
1: graffiti on the wall that says, Kate, thank you for taking the walk It together. says, Kate, I'm here with you. Thanks for the lovely Saturday walk together. Yeah, that that is so good. Like, for me, the Saturday montage is one of the best montages in the movie. Yes. And it's so well- together like you can't even tell where her letters like how the letters fit together anymore and I'm fine mm-hmm. with it the magic of the letter works yes. so well in this moment and then um, immediately after that we get Alex and his dad mm-hmm. for having their first real scene together
0: and well, the, immediately after well like, we also get like there it's not immediately after because I want like there's there's something with um, with Alex and Henry in here too and because, um, because he's, he's explained this, this whole, yeah, thing. Henry comes over. He's, yeah. yeah that's, he's, he's explained this whole thing to Henry and Henry is basically just later. Yeah. Well, Henry, like I, ha- cause I have this line down as, like, yeah. and it would of, um, where, you know, Henry is basically telling him is like, Hey, you know, why don't Henry says, you know, well, why don't you get you like a real girl? And, and, uh, but, just you know, trying is like, hey, why don't you get somebody who's like? Oh, that's in, the very end of the movie. Well, yeah. no no, but like, I'm I'm yeah. paraphrasing. Yeah. Where, but um, you know, but Henry is basically telling him like, why don't you get somebody like in the here and now? And he's like, because you know this this whole uh this whole time travel thing, like it's just crazy or whatever. And like, but Alex just tells him it's like the time thing. That's just a detail. Yeah. You know, like I I just love that little just like letting you know like how serious he is about this whole. That's thing. Mom, Her mom says that. Is it her mom? Her mom says that's her. It's her hurt. mom. I've got it backwards then. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, I apologize fine. for that. The, the scene, there
1: is a scene, it's very confusing, because there's a scene you're talking about. That's, that's her, exactly yeah, same.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she I've, tells I've after. Conflated the tape. Oh, no,
1: you're fine. After Ugh. their walk, that's she right. she shows her mom the letters, and she's like, what do you think?
0: Yeah. And her yeah, mom yeah, goes, yeah, she yeah. Sa- he yeah. sounds
1: very nice. Like, he sounds wonderful. And she's like, but what about the time thing? Oh, that's just a detail. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, and she just kind of says that, but just a detail. But then we get the scene with Alex and his dad and this scene is oh, oh, drama on a perfect scale. Like, I oof. love it because you, you discover that dad's a jerk basically. Like not that he's He loves his kid, but he definitely thinks a lot of himself because mm-hmm. um, he's all like the way it shot at the very beginning with him on that balcony above his son mm-hmm. and And eventually, like, after his son says something, or he says something to his son, his son goes, what? He goes, you can come up here. It's okay. Yeah. But it took him, and he had to invite him. You get the idea that that's, like... From childhood, that is the thing that that he's stuck with. Have you finally learned to enjoy a good glass of wine? And he says, yeah. And so he, you see him like do the little, like how, how rich people drink wine. (laughs) But because he just puts a very little bit in the glass and stirs it up, smells it and then drinks it. And that's it. That's all he drinks. He goes back up to talk to his dad. Yeah. But my favorite line in it, because it's as they're talking and, and his dad asks him, where'd you go for four years? And he's like, I tried to forget you basically. Yeah. Like I was trying to forget you. Or and, forgive you, or forget you, or forgive you. And the dad goes, "Did you succeed?" And he says, "No." And then he walks away. That's where we find out. Dad built the lake house, mm-hmm. and he, like Alex, has brought him the old blueprints and all this kind of stuff because he built the lake house for mom. And mm-hmm. and you find out later on how what happened between Alex's mom and dad. Because he tells uh, he tells Kate he tells Kate much later on, but but yeah, you, you get that it wasn't a good that that they had a very contentious relationship that neither of them know how to fix. Right. Like Alex tries and his dad, his dad thinks he's trying, I think, but basically dad is like, you shouldn't be building condos. You should be doing more with yourself. His,
0: in his dad's eyes, Mm -hmm. there is a, there's, there's a greatness that Alex is not living up to. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's a bone of contention. That's, that's, that's a point of disappointment between them yeah like and that it it's part of a rift and it's it's a rift that started years and years ago when alex was younger yes like going back to this lake house and so in some ways it almost feels like that alex going back to this house and like and trying to repair this house like he's trying to he's trying to Mend that rift in some way.
1: Yeah. Well, and he later on, he and his brother, when they're talking about the house, mm-hmm. it, it, there's it's an interesting conversation. It's it's in a minute because first I wanted
0: to talk about the um, the tree appearance. <gasps> yeah, that's that's a little bit later. Um, I have okay. It's, no, no, no. I mean, like, it's sorry. Okay, I had okay. I had another note in here. Yeah, so go I go ahead. Thinking, well, no. Um, it's just sorry. It's just a. It's just one of the letters where where Kate is talking about mm-hmm. you're know, just the. Um, it's like my heart still misses the lake house and its trees. Yeah,
1: and so he, as he's reading this letter, is looking out the window of his uh, of the I forget what it's even called, but like the the overseer trailer. Yeah, the trailer. Yeah, and there's the trees that are going to go into the lots for the condos, and he steals one, (laughs) loads it the back of his truck, and goes and plants it where her apartment is going to be. And she is running home through the rain. It's like in her. They're in her cut. Yes. And she drops like her keys or something. And she goes to pick them up. And I love the shot where he finishes like he pats the the ground in, and then we go back to her and she's still on the ground with nothing. And then all of a sudden, in a Bam. snap,
0: there's a tree. There's the tree. Like it just appears, like fully grown and full of leaves,
1: because it would be at that. Yeah. Point. Like it's great. And, and at this point, they've been writing to each other for months. Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah. And he tells her he he's like. Basically tells her, I'll always do what I can to it, take care of and you. And the,
0: the line is, is, like, don't worry, Kate. We'll be together. We'll be together in time. Even if we're far away, I'll find a way to be close to you and take care of you.
1: That's, oh. It's I know. Good stuff, man. That is, like, <sighs> <sighs> chef's kiss. is so good. But, yeah. So then we get more of Kate and her mom talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like, that seems great, like, her and her mom talking about different stuff. But this, the, the next part is where... Henry comes out to the house. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I had gotten it
1: conflated. Oh, it's fine. But he talks about how... That's where we talked about the architecture of the house Mm -hmm. and how the house puts you in a case. It cuts you off. Yes. It's not touching nature. The house is about ownership, not actual connection. Mm -hmm. I...
0: That says so much. It's the, the 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 entire line is what I it's mm-hmm. the the house is about ownership, not connection. It's beautiful, seductive, even, but it's incomplete. It was all about him. Dad knew how to build a house, not a home. Yes,
1: I love that scene yeah. so much because it's so good. Number one, it's good for Henry to hear this. Henry, it's so good yeah. that his brothers come back at this time in his life. He wants to like go out on their own and start their own mm-hmm. firm, but you know Alex is like I can't do that right now I have plans and that's where he starts he winds up telling his brother about mm-hmm. the time travel we don't actually see the brother's yeah. response to it but that's right but that scene and this is where I'm going to start making some some jumping like I'm going to jump a little bit too with Kate she comments on it at one point I don't remember what letter it is but she comments on how she has made herself so alone yeah and how she has cut herself off from other people and at that moment in the movie, we're seeing her try to teach Jack how to play chess <laughs> because the, like the, the <laughs> yeah, yeah, that moment. But that is, and Kate loved that lake house cause, cause it's, it's cut off. Yeah. Like she pushes people away and that's just who she is. And like, she mentions it later in the movie to Anna, mm-hmm. but like that part of her character is so like, I love it because she has to get over that throughout the whole movie. And like later on, I'm going to explain why I think they should have made a change and some other stuff should have happened, but it's fine. (laughs) But like that to me is such an important piece of her character that I don't think is fully explored in this movie at like, yeah, like you have to really look for it, which I'm fine with. I don't mind looking for stuff as you can tell Mm -hmm. when we talk about movies. But yeah, the fact that she loved that house says something about her too. Oh yeah. About, about how she loved, and, and granted, there's nothing wrong with loving that house. There's nothing wrong with that house making you happy. But there is something to the fact of it. It's isolating. Yeah. The, the house putting her, like, like, her being able to be in that closed off case. hmm That's what she wants. That is her
0: protection. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that's that is why she, she loves that house. So. Yeah, it's like she's putting herself into into a box where she can still see everything that's going on in the world around her, but she doesn't have to be a part of it.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, and that that is her in a nutshell at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like she she overcomes that other than her mother and Anna eventually kind of forces herself on her. Mm-hmm. It, Everybody needs that one friend. It takes time for her, like before the she starts reaching out to other people within the movie, and I find that. I find that really interesting. Like my mm-hmm. Kate is an interesting character. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. I would love to spend more time with this character. I mean, we we can't because it's a movie, but <laughs> but it's an interesting character to to see her so closed off from everything. I mean, she's a doctor mm-hmm. and she's all this kind of she got all this stuff going on, but at the end of the day, she does her job and goes home. She doesn't have any outside friends, mm-hmm. with the exception of Alex. Yeah, and that's it. Alex is all she has, <clears throat> and so it's an
0: interesting. It, it, it makes some other stuff, in the movie really good. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. I agree. Um, but from here we get like, she's sending him a, she's sending him a letter. Let's about, play a game. Yeah. Let's, let's play a game. And she tells me like on, on this date and this time, you know, exactly, you know, two years ago, I like, I lost like, uh, like I lost something very important to me. It was, like it was a gift from my father. Um, and, and, you know, this, this it's its the time travel games yeah. of, um, you know, she's lost this book. It, it turns out to be a book. It's Jane Austen's Persuasion. Mm-hmm. It's also where we see Morgan for the first yes, time. Yes, where we see Morgan for the first time. It's like she leaves it on a bench at the train station. and mm-hmm. And so Alex goes to try to, like, and picks up the book. And then tries to run after her. I love that he tried to give it back yes, to her. Like, I lo- she yeah. just said you could put it in the box, dude. You don't have to give it yeah. back to her. And, so, you know, the idea being, like, if you find this, you know, put it in... In the um, mailbox so I can have it back. Yeah, put it in the mailbox and, like, and give it back to me. And so he, like, he gets it and, and she, like, runs after her, like, to try to, to try to get her before she gets on the train. Mm-hmm. And, or, you know, and as the train is pulling away from the station... You know he's kind of jogging after it, and he was trying to give it back to her. But when the you know when that doesn't work, you know he he tells her in a letter, you know, uh, you know, don't like I'll one day I'll get it to you. Yeah, one day I'll get it to you. Yeah, but until then, yeah. And you know, and he also tells her he's like you might not remember, but we saw each other, or at least I saw you. You never told me how beautiful you are. She's like, "That was a bad hair year for me." Yeah,
1: and he's like, "No, you were." She goes, "You must not have been me. You saw." And so he starts to describe her and she's like, "Okay, okay, you win."
0: Like, yeah, I don't want I don't want to no no was like in. yep okay fine that was me <laughs> and, um and I love because it's it's I think it's like right after this you know that she's writing him another letter and she says you know okay well if you know if if this works then you know uh you know why don't you try like Calling me, you know, th- you know this date, you know, like nine oh five p.m. and like, and as she's finishing writing the sentence, because like, she's just looked at her watch to yeah, write she, down the time. Yeah, she looks at her watch to write down the time, and like she just finishes writing the sentence, and her phone rings, and it was a moment that I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know, yeah, if you don't I knew, know. I knew what was coming.
1: Uh, okay. But but yes, and it's Morgan it's on the phone. Morgan. And Morgan. <sighs> I don't hate Morgan. Morgan's just a lot. Like, especially Morgan, at this point. Morgan is just a lot.
0: Morgan has all of these plans. Yeah. And 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 not just that Morgan has plans, it's that Morgan is, like, Morgan is jumping ahead. He's jumping farther ahead than she wants to be. Well, because we've been dating
1: a week, and you already... Had you know you already planned all this stuff. I'm, I went to your hometown and you had the whole time, you know, everybody from town there to meet me. Yeah, you know, you you had everything picked out with like you were, we were working on my residency, like getting a job where I had a residency. Like, like that's a lot for an yeah. early dating relationship. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, so Morgan is there to take her out. He tries to get them into uh, ill. Ilmare Ilmare which is the name of the first the other movie so haha ha, yeah. cute. And Ilmare is the best restaurant in town. You need months in
0: advance. Yes. So uh, like at this point it's you know it's like summer or something like that and they're booked till they're booked up to October. To October, yeah. Yeah.
1: And so that's when it kind of comes out that he actually tried to arrange all this just to come see her and mm-hmm. and he didn't really have a meeting in town. He just really misses her and wants to get back together. And she, she kind of shuts him down right there. Yeah. For that, that time. Uh, and he brings up the fact that she kissed a guy at a party. that A, a party that he threw for her birthday. They he threw for her birthday. And immediately I remembered that scene. Yeah. <laughs> but did you know when he said that, did you assume it was going to oh, be? I,
0: I absolutely assumed.
1: Yeah. That. Oh. So then we kind of flashback to Jack. And
0: to, we uh, have d- Mona being yeah. ridiculously flirty, but then Jack's a good dog. <laughs> yes, and then Jack, because yeah, they're uh, they're in Alex's truck, mm-hmm. and and Jack is in the bed of the truck, and just all of a sudden takes off, takes off. Like as Mona is trying to get a date out of out, out
1: of Alex. Alex. Jack jumps out of the back of the car, and so, naturally, Alex has to chase his dog down, and I'm like, Alex is a good dog. He knows who he, mommy and daddy he, are supposed to Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Jack is a good dog. <laughs> Jack's a good dog to Alex. He knows who mommy and daddy are supposed to be, and yes. Mona is not on that yes. list. So, but, but he also leads them, as I mentioned earlier, directly to Morgan. Mm-hmm. And Morgan mentions his, his girlfriend's birthday, they should come, and he mentions the name Kate. Mm-hmm. And Jack is... Jack, no, Alex, sorry. I don't know if you've known that. <laughs> I don't know why but either. Alex, Alex is like, oh, really? Like, it, like if he were a dog, his ears would perk up. Because he's like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ale- Kate's your girlfriend. Okay.
0: We'll be there. <laughs> like, well, like, Okay, and I love just this sort of, like, immediate bro bond that they have. Because, yeah. like, because Jack comes running up as Morgan is unloading, like, cases of booze. Yeah. And from his car. And, and, and like, Alex comes running up and, you know, is like, you know, Jack, you know, don't run off. You know, kind of talking to the dog, and then Morgan kind of talks to him about the dog, and yeah. then just immediately Alex feels like, oh, you need a hand, and just like picks up yeah. beer. Well, <laughs> to be fair, that's who Alex <laughs> is. Like Alex, I know it's just, just like it just absolutely cracks me up. It was, like, because so, like, yeah. because they immediately have this like broship for like for a like for a split, from a split second like yeah. from the word go of like before he even knows that, that this is Kate related. Yeah. Well, and then. Like he mentions, his girlfriend wants a lake house, wants to live
1: in a lake house. So, you know, maybe give me your contact info. Here's my card. Maybe we can work something out. Yeah. If you you hear about a place on the lake or whatever. Uh, And once he says Kate, everything kind of clicks a little bit for Alex. He's like, oh, she is going to live in my house. Very weird. Very weird. Mm -hmm. But so then uh, Alex gets to come to the party and he gets to spend Kate's birthday with her, Mm -hmm. but it's intercut with Kate spending her birthday two years later. Yep. And she's by herself in the bar. And that's when she runs into Anna who it must be like late August, early September, because Anna's daughter has just left for college. Yes. The lat the youngest in the family has packed up and gone to California. Mm -hmm. So that's why Anna can drink alone after 10 o'clock. After 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And she, that's when she and Kate really start to connect Mm -hmm. and, she kind of points out to Kate that Kate has been isolated. She hasn't hung out. She goes, you know, do you have a boyfriend or anything? She's like, no, know, I had, I had one once. Didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I see you writing all the time. Who are you writing to? And oh, I love this part so much. Uh-huh. Cause it's uh, the one, the one man I can never meet him. I'd like to give my whole heart to mm-hmm. that the way. And, and it's also going to do with the Sandra Bullock delivery. I think. Yes. Because it's just such a, him, I could give my whole heart to. Like, like he's.
0: It's it's very plaintive, <clears> but <throat> but there's so much emotion to it at the same yeah. time. Oh, it's so good, and like I said, it's intercut with mm-hmm. this party
1: at at uh, Alex, not Alex's, but Morgan. I don't I don't Morgan doesn't stick with my head for some reason, but Morgan this and Kate place. Is how,
0: this is a problem that I had with with this book. Is that the names? There's nothing like the the names there's nothing memorable about them like they're they're just paper names yeah. to it's like they're just paper names attached to like memorable characters but the names mean nothing yeah and you could just call them Keanu and Sandra
1: it'd be good but but yeah Alex Alex is at the party that Morgan is throwing for her surprise party and you see the look on Kate's face mm-hmm. when everybody shouts surprise but I love what Alex does. <laughs> that <laughs> Alex, little wave—not even the, not just a little wave—but he like finagles himself to where he gets right behind yes. Morgan so yes. he can see her, and he gives that little like little nerdy wave. And It's just so cute, it's just like, adorable. This is the woman he is madly in love with, and she has no idea who he is yet. Yeah, it's always the problem with time travel stuff, but it. Keanu delivers it so well
0: and the whole scene is done so well. The the thing about Keanu Reeves is that I think a lot of people don't take it to account is like, like some, a lot of times, like, you know, depending on, depending on the scene, like I I will fully admit, like sometimes like his delivery is not always like his delivery is maybe not always the best, (laughs) but there's something always very earnest about the performances that he gives. Yeah. And and that is something that absolutely came across in this movie. Yeah. And I love it so much. But so then he basically like ducks out of the party not
1: mm-hmm. too long after that. He meets Kate first. Yes. But then he ducks out of the party and is kind of sitting on the front porch and then Kate comes out because she does not want to be around all these people. Mm-hmm. And
0: she sits down and they start talking. Well, the the way that the way that Alex is introduced to Kate is, is Morgan. I almost said Dylan. Morgan introduces her as, or Morgan introduces Alex as a like, Oh, he lives on the lake and, you know, he's, you know, going to like keep his eye open on the house and all this. And it just immediately, like it, it automatically like puts in her mind, like, okay, great. This is something else that Morgan is planning. Yeah. And, and so, like it—that's to me, like that's as much like what she's trying to get away from oh, when yeah. she goes outside Absolutely. as,
1: as and it is just the people. Once she asks him if he's a realtor, once he comes mm-hmm. over there and sits next to her, and mm-hmm. he's like, "No, no, I'm an—I just live in a lake house." And mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh," so in her head, you can kind of see like the wheels turning. Why would he ask yeah. you, whatever? And so, but then we get like these. This, oh, they talk about persuasion being her favorite book, and the waiting. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with all of the, the summation I, of persuasion, no, but
0: but but for somebody who's never read it,
1: like yeah yeah, well, I, and we we both really like persuasion. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite Jane Austen novels. One of my favorite Jen Austen movies, <laughs> like it, it, I really enjoy yeah. *Persuasion*.
0: I, I have, I haven't read all of it, yeah. but
1: um, a lot. And, and the other thing with *Persuasion* is that at the end of it, letters play a very big part. Yes, they do. So I, and that doesn't even come up in this, but I love that that's
0: a thing. Uh huh. But the just yeah. sort of like the. Because one, him asking her about persuasion just kind of comes up out of nowhere. Yeah. It's just sort of like a complete non sequitur that she's just like, wait, what? It's like someone gave it to me recently. Yeah. And and so, you know, so she tells him um, it's about waiting. These two people meet and they almost fall in love, but the timing isn't right. Then they have to part. Then years later, they meet again and they get another chance. And, and so, then, But they wonder if it's been too long. too long. Oh, I love the whole thing. Yeah, it's like for like if you're if you're going to make persuasion a plot point of like a plot point of this movie then then that's the summation that you have to give of yeah. like it's it's overly simple like it's overly yeah. simplified um and and it misses some of the nuance of that story but like, like its, it's the fact that it's all her own fault that she's not already happily married to him but that's a whole other yes, thing Yes exactly <laughs> I love but, that book. Yeah, yeah, It's like I said, it, it misses out on a lot of the nuance, but if, if you're going to make, if you're going to make that particular novel, mm-hmm. a plot point within this movie, then this has to be the description that she gives yeah. so that, so that, 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 the two stories can parallel. Well, and it's, and it talks about waiting and like that, yeah. that is so and good. Waiting is a huge part of this movie. And, and they continue to talk and,
1: and she talks about how like her first love running off to San Francisco when she was 16 and, mm-hmm. and to become a singer. Which if you've ever, like everything I've ever heard with Sandra Bullock when she where she sings, like it's usually really off key and horrible. It's not the best. So no. so that's really funny. Like yeah, I drew to being a singer. I, I because <laughs> I've seen a lot of Sandra Bullock stuff, was like <laughs> So I was like, please don't demonstrate that. Well, so so like the, the movie I, I, th- that's what she also talks about. Her dad came and got her mm-hmm. and his dream is for her to be a doctor. But, and the way she says it at first, I was a little bit put off, but then she goes, and then I realized he was right. That is what I love to mm-hmm. do. Like her dad knew her better than she knew herself. Right. It's not that dad said, no, you have to be a doctor. Dad said, I think this is something you would love Yes, because of what you do and who you are. Mm-hmm. And I love that that like her, Like that's why her dad made a career suggestion essentially mm-hmm. was because he's like, you will
0: love helping people. Right. And, you know, and she, she makes the comment of, you know, like, it was my dad's dream that I'd be a doctor. Like, and over time it became my dream too. Yeah. And he was right. And like, and he, the... and he was right. But then, so
1: they kind of get up and walk a little bit and another song starts and he teases her about singing and she's like, no, you don't want to hear uh-uh. me sing, uh-uh. uh, but I can dance. Yes. This dance... I'm so happy! I had forgotten the intimacy of this dance.
0: Yeah, there... Like, I I had the note of, like, there is such... Like, there is a tangible intimacy to this dance. That, like, it is palpable. But at the same time, there is just that... That the closeness between them, it's so simple. It's so easy. It's uncomplicated. Well, in that moment, he, like...
1: Kind of like almost snuggles into her shoulder, yeah, gets me like, yeah, man, and, and like just and the, the shots because, like, it yes. does their hands like his hands on her waist, it's and, so and good. they're just their heads together and and their face like, oh, it just it gets me, and like, yeah, you know, the kiss is coming, but in some but ways, the, this is more intimate yes, than the kiss, absolutely, because like just the way they're moving together and the way it's shot. Oh, I'd forgotten how beautiful it was. Like I may not have ever realized how it, beautiful it is. It honestly,
0: and like, and the fact that like it's it's being played over, it's being played over a Paul McCartney song. Mm-hmm. That like I was looking at the lyrics of it today, and I'm like, damn, yeah, this this is perfect for this scene. And so it 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 just heightens everything. And then they and back. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Though I was gonna say, like, it. There's something about this that that i there's there's almost like a juxtaposition of of while like everything feels like so intimate and so close that there's also this there's also this electric charge to it mm-hmm. that that is just like it's breathtaking and it, it, this this dancing is probably my favorite moment of the entire it's movie so good and then they pull back and kiss and it's a ki- like it's good it's a good kiss it's it's too to the Princess Bride, like there have been five kisses. This <laughs> <Just laughs> like, could be on that list. Like, this could be on the list.
1: <laughs> but yeah, they, so they they have this beautiful kiss that is interrupted by Morgan. But like, because Morgan says you were making out with a guy like earlier in the yeah, film, and she goes, "It was a kiss." Mm, I gotta say, with Morgan just a little bit. Th- there was more than one kiss. <laughs> It wasn't quite making out, but it wasn't quite just a kiss either. <laughs> like you kiss your grandma on the cheek. That's a kiss. This is this is a kiss. <laughs> like God. This is like Princess Diary's foot popping level kiss. <laughs> like, this is, true, this true. is what you want at the end of your romance movie kiss. And I I will give you that. And, and so, yeah, so I mean, even a Hallmark movie kiss, I would have been like, That's just a kiss. This is this is like Disney inappropriate kiss. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yes. But I but, do. But yeah, that there's something about the way those two just feed off each other. And I'm gonna say something that, that I don't know if you know, I've never seen Speed, so I've never seen them together except for this movie.
0: To me that It's a whole different kettle of fish. Yeah, because it's an action and and all that kind of stuff. It's an action movie. It's, like, they have really good chemistry, but, like, it's everything is, like, high octane turned up to 11, and so you don't get, like, the subtle nuances. Like, you don't... The point of speed is that you never get a chance to catch your breath. Yeah, and this... Yeah. And in this, it's...
1: Yeah. You, you get to just eat their chemistry like it's so good like you just it's like a bullet cereal i'm just happy to have it mm-hmm. because it's so good and and then she we see like in the bar like listen this is juxtaposition thing yeah. happening Cutting. we see the moment she realizes alex was the guy yeah at the party yeah. and she like go
0: writes the letter to it was him like, why didn't you it was tell like me? it was you why didn't you tell me and, and he's, he's basically like i like, like, I couldn't, not without sounding, like, crazy or, like, a drunk. (laughs) Yeah, you'd have thought I was insane, so... Yeah. That's why. Yeah, and I love, like, they have just this whole, like, back and forth over it, and, like, they're getting... Like, they're having a bit of a spat. (laughs) He's like, is this our first fight? (laughs) No, I love it. He's just like, wonderful, our first fight. (laughs) And that just shows...
1: Like, once again, because it, it's that same thing we talked about before, of, like, he's talking to the air. Yes. But, so, really, it's him writing at that moment. But from but from our perspective, but what,
0: Yeah, what we're seeing is, like, when he's saying, wonderful, our first fight, it's like he's carrying in groceries.
1: Yeah, it's... Yeah. So, it's clearly, like, he's thinking about how to respond to her letter.
0: And, yeah. And what
1: he's going to eventually say, and she responds to what he says. I just oh. love the way this is filmed. <laughs> And you just, got you
0: just got so excited. You knocked your glasses off my face.
1: Do. I, I talk with my hands. And since you we do. don't do a video podcast, no one knows this. But but yeah, I get so excited about how this movie is filmed. Because normally, a lot of movies would be like, well, we have to show that they're writing a letter here. Yeah, we can't We can't treat this like they're actually talking to each other. It, it reminds me of You've Got Mail a little bit. A little bit, yeah in the way it's done, except for obviously they don't have email to email through mm-hmm. time, but I just, I don't know. There's just something about that part. And, yeah, then,
0: well, it, and that's when they're sitting on the benches, right? Yes. Because that, yeah. that's, wh- that's where this starts. <sighs> yeah. Is it's Love basically it. like the, the, like I'm going to do a terrible job of describing this as like, you should just watch this movie. Yeah. But it's, it's, breathtaking because essentially you've got you've got the two of them and like the way that the shot is set up like it looks like they're basically sitting on benches like like separate benches but like next to each other in the same park like yeah. in the same park and and so like you know she's talking and like looking directly out in front of her and like you know and he's doing the same thing but it's in the same shot so but it's yeah right. but <laughs> it's, it's in the same shot And, and as, you know, like, you'll see, like, people come jogging and biking through this, and it's like, you know, they're passing her, and then, like, once they get into that delineated mark, like, between the two of them, the people just disappear, and it's like, because they're not there, there. they're not there two years before. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, I, once again, I've said it a million times already, but that's fine. I love the way this is filmed, like, it's so good, and then, um... Like, the cinematography, like, of this movie, mm-hmm. like, it's a feast. It really oh, is. It is. But, so then. Simon has a heart attack. So
1: Alex's dad has a heart attack. And we get him talking about his mom, Mary. Mm-hmm. And how. The house was a gift for her. And and they lived together there, and she tried there, and and then she got to the point where she left. She got sick within a year. Dad didn't come to the funeral. And he said she was dead to me the moment she left. she walked out, out the, the door or, or, or
0: yeah. I didn't know house.
1: she was dead to minute me. She left the house. She was dead to me. And I, that's where the rift comes from. Mm-hmm. But you also get this. And, and he's like, I don't know if I can explain it. And once again, it's another one of those shots where he's sitting on one side of the, the mess hall in the cafeteria. In the in the hospital, and she's on the other side of the cafeteria, and yeah. he's like, "I don't, basically, I don't want to tell you, or I don't want to talk about this." And She's like, "Just tell me, it's okay."
0: And, and I, I love that there is a long beat of silence in here, yeah, where it's just he's sitting at one table and she's sitting at another, and and like they're both there, like with with their writing implements, yep, with their notebooks, and and there there is just such like a stillness that comes over him like as he's trying to work up like try to find the words to to tell her about this yeah and then we get him talking to his
1: dad and i love this scene so much it's so his good. dad is because he went to go get coffee for his dad so he comes back with coffee and his dad is sketching his dad is working on the next thing and he shows his, he shows alex the thing and talks about the light and you always mm-hmm. be captivated by the light because mm-hmm. light is different in different places in the world. And,
0: and it has nothing to do with the movie, but I loved it. It's <laughs> it's such a good scene. And, like, what it does, like, it gives you a better understanding of what it is that they do. It's, like, it's not, like, they don't just build buildings. Yeah. It's, like, that, they're, that there's an artistry to what they do and like that there's something solid there that there's something that they're taking like ideas and like taking them like from their head and putting them on paper and then taking that paper and making things out of brick and mortar and steel and glass. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that there's something profound in that. And so this, this conversation, and it's one of these, and I've mentioned this before. Um, I've mentioned this before on the podcast that, um, that there's something, there's something that I love about like quiet late night conversations yeah that that somehow like those seem to take on like a preternatural like Mm -hmm. meaning and and that that somehow it's like those late night conversations it's like you're slowly but surely ebbing away like you're ebbing away like the things that obscure you and finding little pieces of like the mm-hmm. secrets of the universe and those yep. late night conversations. And to me, like, that's what this feels like yeah. is like that they're having a conversation that it's about something important to the, to the job that they do and, and to this thing that they share, mm-hmm. but that there's something deeper there. And like, as the audience, we may not understand it, but it's something that those characters would get because, like, they would understand that meaning in that moment. Well, and I felt like it was his dad first offering an olive branch. Yeah. Because he shows him the
1: design and asks what he thinks of it. And, and he's like, yes, but where's it going to be built? Because based on the light, da 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 and Basically, mm-hmm. he's giving his son another lesson. Yeah. And I, because of what happens next, it's very poignant moment mm-hmm. between the two. And it's this moment of shared enjoyment of something that Mm -hmm. they love. And it's kind of his dad's parting gift to him. Yeah. A
0: little bit. Yeah.
1: And so, and I love that it flashes to, uh, to Kate reading the file and seeing what happened Mm -hmm. because like, basically he, he's somehow gotten a letter to her and then come back to the hospital and, and she. It's yes. It's it's, he's, he's on his, he's on his way home from the hospital when his dad goes into surgery. I would assume. Yeah. But he had to have gone home at some point for her to get the letter. But that doesn't it was matter. like, I think he's on his way back to the hospital. No, he's going home because he gets her letter. Because she breakneck speeds and he gets a phone call. Maybe he's on his way back. The point Whatever. being, he gets a phone call while driving. But you see, right before that phone call happens, that Kate. Kate is, she, she has pulled Simon's file. And she sees that he dies. So she she tells her, she. Tells, I think it's Anna. She tells Anna, like, she's I, like, I have a family emergency, I have to go. Or maybe it's emergency, a friend emergency or no, something. Yeah, she's like, it's like I
0: have an emergency, emergency and I have to leave. Yeah,
1: and she breakneck speed takes off in that car and drives to the lake house as fast as she can get there and tells, like and writes the letter and says I I I know what happened. I'm and while she's doing that, he's getting the phone call mm-hmm. that his dad has passed. Yeah, and I love what she did.
0: It's so good because basically she like if. If you're going to break the rules about time travel and future knowledge, this, this is this is the, this is is what you do. Yeah. This is the way to do so it. So, she... First, she puts a letter in and says, basically, I wish I
1: could be there with you to be there for you. Like, you have been there for me. But I can't. I can't. And until I can, this is the best I can do. And she gives him the memoirs that have come out in a book. And she goes, I don't feel like you should have to wait for these yeah. to know that you were loved. Yeah. And he starts going through the book. That... I will say Keanu's a bad crier. Yes. But the scene does get me. Yes. I wish he was a better crier. But (laughs) because he starts going through the book and then he breaks down. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's not the, he's not good at breaking down. But the point being, it hits him that his dad did love him. Yes, And and he did love the lake house. And yeah. And and so he finally hits this moment of grief. Mm Mm-hmm. Like he goes from denial to grief in that moment. And it's because Kate was there for him in the only way
0: she could be. I love it. I love (laughs) it so much. Anyway. So from here, like he tells her like, I want to meet for real this time. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and she says she wants to meet at Ilmare two years from tomorrow. So he goes and makes the reservations Mm -hmm. and the girl looks at him like he's crazy
1: (laughs) at first. Uh, and then. Two years from tomorrow. And then she I'm shows sorry? up, and it's the same girl working as a hostess. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, okay. Because, of course, that'd be one you'd remember. Yeah. Like, somebody came in to make reservations two years from now. Yeah. So she, like, takes her to the table, and they give complimentary champagne. Mm hmm. And he never shows up. Yep. And. So you haven't seen the movie, so what were you thinking at that point? Like oh. had you figured out the plot twist? Oh,
0: honey, like I knew from the okay. like, I from the very beginning, like when the accident happened, I'm like, Oh, that was him.
1: Well you can also it kinda looks like Yonny know, Reeves laying on the ground like, if you look,
0: but I think it is him laying on the ground if you look. In, but like, yeah, like I, like I knew exactly. And so when he didn't show, I'm like it, cause he did. Yeah. But that's sad. But so have she, you met me? This, this is, is my
1: bread and butter. So she is really upset that he didn't show up. I think she it already kind happened. Of, it didn't work. But I think she's, it, she's mad at him for something that he hasn't even done yet. which is kind of unfair, but I get it. But that's where she kiboshes the letter. She's like, we're done. She's mm-hmm. like this. I've let myself get too wrapped up in this fantasy. And it's not real. And I need to move
0: on and have real things in my life, basically. It's, yeah, I, because I love, you know, she tells him, you know, it already happened. It didn't work. And he's like, I, I don't know what happened. Like, you know, please, like, let me have another chance. And and he says, he's like, don't give up on me, Kate. What about persuasion? You told me. They wait. They meet again. They have another chance. and And that's when she tells him, don't write anymore. Don't try to find me let me let you go. Well, and she tells him about the man in the plaza in
1: that letter too. Yeah. And how life can be over just like that. And, and yeah, the, let me let you go is the line I wrote down too. Yeah, And, and so, yeah, that's, so he, but he keeps writing and the letters stay in the box. Mm-hmm. And like that is a heartbreaking montage. Yeah. Like he just, every day puts another letter out in that box, but
0: time goes on and yeah. she gets back together with, with Morgan. Morgan and I have to say they're this thing of like you know, she like she and Morgan, you know, they're kind of reconciling. They're they're deciding to get back together uh-huh. because he now he has a job in Chicago in Chicago and, and he wants to try to make things work again. And she acquiesces to this. And I love it's it's heartbreaking because like we see her and Morgan kiss, but they're kissing under the tree that Alex she- planted.
1: It's almost, and the thing is, the thing about it that, that kills me, and it, it's, it kills me in a good way, but she looks at that tree yes. and actively makes the decision. Yes. See, here's where I don't, I wish this wasn't Morgan. Like, that sounds weird, but she talks about moving on and going forward. I wish it was some other rando. Like, I, I know Morgan and someone we've already met in the movie, so it makes sense, but I just kind of wish that it was someone else. Because the whole point is I want her to be going out there and moving on and meeting people and and it True. feels like she's just she's she's just blocking herself in in another way cuz when he calls her she's at a party she's actually like reaching out and socially, mm-hmm. socializing with people at the hospital i'm so excited by this give me more of this
0: right i don't know like it almost feels like like Morgan feels like a starting point for it. Like, I guess it, that it's like she has to come back here and fix what went wrong, so that so that she can, yeah, go forward.
1: And then she's watching Notorious, and he shushes her essentially. Can you turn that down? So she just turns it off. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to me, you can see that they're not compatible in in a lot of ways. Like they. I mean, it's like we talked about with the movie The Holiday Calendar, which is not a great movie, but has a great quote, <laughs> which is once you've had a great love, good ones aren't aren't enough, essentially. And Alex is a great love. Yeah. And so this guy isn't, even, even when he was, like, she wasn't aware
0: of Alex, this guy wasn't enough for her. So now that Honestly, she's aware, like it doesn't feel like Morgan isn't enough for her. It's like it feels like Morgan is just too much. Well, she settles for Morgan.
1: Now, to, yeah. like, at the beginning he was too much. Yeah. Now she has to settle for him because like when she buys the wants to buy that the new building to move into, mm-hmm. he's not he doesn't seem as gung ho anymore to like push things forward in their life. Well, no, be-
0: because I can totally see the type of person that Morgan is. He's not excited about the idea of like doing like a building a whole new, like, yeah. like, like, like having to st- like completely starting from scratch and like, like renovating and remodeling mm-hmm. a place. Like I I can see him just like wanting to have like the spiffy condo. That's just ready to move into yeah. like that. That just seems like the type of guy that Morgan is. Yeah.
1: And with Alex, meanwhile, Jack has run away and mm-hmm. Alex takes that as the, Okay, Jack's her dog later, so it's time for me to move out. Mm-hmm. It's time for me to go, and he packs his truck up and takes the keys to Morgan, but he puts her—he puts all the letters in a box in, in the box in the attic. Yep. So the box in the attic is his, mm-hmm. and he—but he takes the 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 thing—the keys to Morgan. says, yep. you still interested in renting a lake house? Because Morgan's not thrilled to see him since the last no. time we saw him, he was kissing his girlfriend. you yep. and he's like. And he just hands him the keys. He goes, it's what Kate wants. Mm-hmm. And Trust walks, me. Trust me. And walks away and gets in his truck. And mm-hmm. then he, you see he and his brother, like st- essentially starting their, the business together. You yeah. think visionary. And, and he's working on fixing the lake house, completing mm-hmm. it. Cause in his mind, what he says to his brother earlier in the movie is the lake house was never done. Yeah. It needed to have a deck. It needed to have stairs down to the water. It needed to open up, and it never did. It, yeah. And his dad never finished it, so now he's going to finish what his dad started. Why do you keep tweaking the lake house? Because it's hers. Yeah. And he, he needs it to be perfect for her someday. Mm-hmm. And so then we we get yeah.
0: Valentine's Day. Yeah, well, th- this is also where I I confused yeah. and conflated yeah. with the... Um, where henry is trying to get him to go I'm like, like you need a real girl yeah. You need i love the interruption he doesn't yes, even and wait he says she was more real to me than anything or re- more real to me than anything i've ever known i saw her i kissed her i love her and now she's gone yeah and I, but i love that he interrupts henry before
1: henry can say yeah. anything douchebaggery and he's like no nope, no nope, no nope, no nope. it's not about that yeah like, that, that's how the quote starts is it's not about that. Yeah, it's not about that. It's, it's so much more right. than the physical well, for them.
0: And uh, and here, th- this is where we get uh, where Morgan asks her to turn down the movie, and she turns it off. And she this is where, like, she's going into the bedroom, and all of a sudden, like, the floorboard, like, the floorboard under the rug, like, it's its messed up, and, like, it just...
1: Like, she stomps on it. Yeah, she
0: stomps on it. It's like the floorboard comes up. And, and so she bends down to, she bends down to like, and picks up the floorboard and underneath, underneath the floorboard is her copy of Persuasion. And it's, it's marked with a, a dried rose yep. on the, the, the line
1: about them loving in unison. I don't yes. have the exact line. I, I didn't get it down um, either. But it's talking about how no two hearts could have ever loved more in unison. Yes. And she's like trying not to lose it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and that's when she decides to move. <laughs> yeah. But so, so we see her like it's once again we're we're juxtaposing two different days: Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, two thousand six, and Valentine's Day two thousand eight. And because she and you see her and Morgan go into the, I'm sorry, I crack up with this. They go into visionary. As soon as you see it's the name, Vin- you know visionary it. Visionary
0: Vanguard, yeah. Visionary
1: Vanguard Associates, because that was the name that that. Alex chose and Henry has brought it up before. Mm -hmm. So visionary Vanguard associates and Henry comes out and you see Henry. It's it's, the juxtaposition here is beautiful too, because like shots are are juxtaposed right next to each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, in the past in 2006 is when Alex figures out what day it is. He knows where she's going to be. He he, like Mm -hmm. goes home and reads the letter again to make sure he's right. And as he's doing that,
0: well, well, it's not just that, it, like, he goes home. Like, he drives all the way out to the to lake, the lake house. house. That's what I mean. Yeah, drives all the way out to the lake house and, like, goes up into the attic and digs through the box of letters. To read the letters again. And while that's happening in present day, it doesn't eight. Uh, Morgan and Kate are looking at the new designs. and Yeah, they're, and kind they're, of at, they're at Visionary Vanguard because like because Kate has found, like, she wants, mm-hmm. she's she's trying to move, and, and she's found someplace, that, like, it's going, like... Like' like this place has basically been stripped like yeah. there there's really nothing like there's no walls, there's really nothing but here. she sees the potential- but she sees the potential and so like she um and so she's found an architect that specializes in renovations, mm-hmm. and that takes her to visionary vanguard and henry and and Henry, and as they're like wrapping up their meeting, she looks back toward
1: like the wall to talk to him and just stops because there on the wall is the framed framed blueprints of the lake house, yeah. And she's like, "Who, who drew those? My, my brother Alex. Uh, did, did you know him?" And she's like, "I, I know him. Do you know how to get in contact with him?" Because like, she's like, "Yeah, it's it's like that moment in serendipity. Like, mm-hmm. like this has happened now. Right. And and so she knows that she can like, it's allowed yeah, it's, now. It,
0: like now, like she's found the five dollar bill with, yeah. like with, with his name and number on it. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so he goes, oh." Um, he, he died, died two years ago. Two years ago today. Today, actually. And all of a sudden, everything clicks in, and she realizes that he had to be the guy. And she takes off running, and Morgan's like, what the hell is going on? Where are you going? And she just doesn't even speak to Morgan. Yeah, just, like, keeps, just Morgan, keeps going. Morgan who? Morgan's yeah. Morgan. <laughs> and so she jumps in her car and drives breakneck speed to the lake house. Mm-hmm while he is at the lake house in his time, she writes the letter. She's like, don't go. She goes, I know what you're going to do.
0: Don't go. Just I, wait for me. I know why you didn't show up that night. Mm-hmm. It was you at Daily Plaza that day. Please don't go. Just wait. Please. And
1: just wait two years. Just yeah. wait, wait for me. Please. And...
0: She's sitting yeah. there, like her. head, Like oh, this moment with Sandra. Yeah, yeah, gets me. There, there, there's more to to this letter yeah. because you know she she admits she's like I love you. It's taken me all this time to say it, but I love you. If you still care for me, wait for me, wait with me, just wait, wait, wait two years, Alex, come to the lake house. I'm home, and she is cutting back and forth.
1: She is just knelt on the ground, yes, in
0: front of the mailbox by this mailbox.
1: Bawling. yeah and Sandra Bullock can't cry good, yes, and, <laughs> and she is like it hurts like it yeah, her desperate you can feel her desperation, and then you see Alex walking down the street and like almost hurt tar- like he's standing there and he sees her. And you're like, and you yeah, see the like, bus
0: go in front, and you're like, ah, well, yeah, yeah. Really, like, you you see 2006, you see him standing yeah. on the curb, letter in hand, and look looks across Daly Plaza and like sees her there with her mother. As she's saying, just wait. Yeah, as she's saying, just oh, wait. So, like, that, yeah. once
1: again, picture perfect editing yes. in this movie. And this sh- so good. he it goes back to her as the bus goes in front, mm-hmm. goes back to her, and you see the flag on the letterbox go down. Yeah. And then the car drives up, and he gets out in this lovely tan turtleneck, <laughs> beige turtleneck, and they, they kissy, kissy, kissy. Like, yeah, I just love the, you waited. Yep. Because, like, that... <laughs> yeah, you waited. He ain't waiting no more. Yeah. was the first thing I wrote. I was like, he's done waiting. But, but yeah, and so they, they kiss, they... He's alive somehow. And and yes, the sci-fi person in me is going, okay, so now I want to go back and see everything that's changed because of this. <laughs> because because now she'll never go to the lake house, but she still goes to the lake house. But because of the way the tree changes, suddenly he's still alive. So how are we explaining that to the brother? Don't know. But... <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But they kiss, and the lake house has been redone, it looks like. Yes. And they walk into the lake house together and mm-hmm. that's how it ends. And when I first saw this movie I didn't like it. I was like, yeah, I think it'd be better if he died. Because I didn't I, I didn't mm-hmm. like the what's the word? The um the things that we're gonna mess up now <laughs> essentially. Like time travel is difficult and it's difficult under the best circumstances Which- in shows.
0: That, yeah. And, like, that's... But,
1: but when I found out it was a Korean movie, it clicked for me. Like, that's what I meant by the ending clicked once I found out it yeah. was a Korean movie. But I really enjoyed it much more this time than I did the first time.
0: And it, like I mentioned before, like, had I watched this, like, when it came out, like, when mm-hmm. we were in college, I would have absolutely, like, I would have been like, no, he should have died. And, like, just because that... But now that, like, now that I'm older and, like, I appreciate, for lack of a better way of putting it, I appreciate the value of a love story mm-hmm. in a way that I didn't when I was in college. Like, because when I was in college, it was all about, like, no, oh, this like, it was edgy and it would have made a great story. And, like, <laughs> I was a stupid 20-something-year-old. Um, like, but now, like I said, I, I appreciate the value of of a love story in a way that I didn't before. and. The way that this one is told, like it's it's very good. The like the editing in this movie is
1: so good. Like we're talking about cinematography, but editing is just yes. like on
0: point. They get the perfect like voiceovers at the perfect time. Yes. Like it's I ugh. Yeah, I worried like going into it because I knew it was going to be like letter writing. And yeah. it's just like like I don't want I I think this was something else that kind of put me off seeing it before was that I was like, I don't want like an entire movie, like just two people like sitting there writing letters and they're not going to get together until the very end. Mm-hmm. I like, I just wasn't looking forward to that, but seeing how it's integrated, mm-hmm. like I was like, Oh damn, this is good. Yeah. Um, like- and like there, there's something clever. Isn't the word that I want to use, but there's like, there's something smart about this movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's, that, that there's some movies that you know that we've watched and particularly some for this podcast that 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 are that are junk food movies and that's fine. It, sometimes you want like the brain popcorn. Yeah. And and that's totally fine. This movie felt this movie feels like a meal. Like mm-hmm. it feels and it and not even like I I don't know like that's just a, like there's something about this movie that like it feels, it feels like a symphony when you've been listening to pop music all day.
1: I, I'm going to, and, and it wasn't that well received, like, like I said, 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. I wonder if it came out ahead of its time. If it I think so. I think it would be better received it now, or at least in the past few years. Yes, I, I
0: absolutely think than so. Than
1: it was when it first came out. Yes. Because I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, that's eh, Okay. I'm not, like, mm-hmm. super into it. it. Like, I love Sandra Bullock, and I I didn't like Keanu Reeves that much. I, I went through, like, a, I love Keanu Reeves, he's all right, and then I love Keanu <laughs> Reeves again. It's strange. but It happens to all of us. Yeah, and, and he, and so I wasn't thrilled about him in this movie, but, man, it couldn't have been anybody else. Like I, I don't think the, so. They The two of them together bring a surreal fairy tale, almost, to this movie. Like, a little bit there's a surrealness to it at the end that makes like, it, it makes the questions I have unnecessary mm-hmm. because it doesn't matter. I mean, they're going to stay together. They're, they're going to live oh, in yeah. that lake house and they're going to be happy. And that's, mm-hmm. and, That she's still going to be a doctor, and he's still going to be an architect, and they're Mm -hmm. still going to work and and live, because you see that they have lives, and it's not, it's not like how to to lose this guy in 10 days, because that's our bar for horrible (laughs) movies, but it's not like that movie, where that movie left me with lots of questions at the end, Mm -hmm. like lots of questions that didn't have satisfactory answers, I don't have to have those questions here. Because I know that they're both going to continue to live their lives and he's, he's lived his life for two years. I don't exactly know how that worked, but it did. Mm-hmm. And I assume, I assume that they're the only two aware of the change. Yeah. Essentially that, that's what I assume because nobody said a word about the tree. Mm-hmm. It just appeared one day. Yeah. And that would have been a thing that people would have, you know, said something about. <laughs> Some, yeah. So It's more like the two of them are the only two aware that the timeline has changed, mm-hmm. especially her. Yeah. And I don't know how it works. And the magic of it doesn't need to be explained. Cause like, there's so many times when we watch stuff and they over explain the magic to us. Yes. And that kills the magic. Mm -hmm. There is no more magic once you over explain the magic.
0: Yeah. It's the, you know, it's, it's what I go back to. I I used to tell people, you know, when I was a kid and we, we were actually talking about the Hobbit when I first got here off mic, that when I was a kid, I I didn't need anybody like to explain the book to me. It's like like hobbits are real. Hobbits live under hills and there are dragons guarding gold. Like that's like I didn't need to know anymore. Like it was just it's real. And and they're like, I love that this movie doesn't explain it doesn't explain how how their letters are doing this. It's you know, like it doesn't we don't need any explanation as to how they're how they're talking over you know, like with a two year time difference between mm-hmm. them. Like all that matters is that that they have this place in common, this place that means so much to both of them, and like that that, that they have a foundation here together. Mm-hmm. Like that's that that's what matters and that's what's important. And obviously they're gonna make it. They had a pretty long courtship, they're gonna do okay. <laughs> I think they'll be fine. It's like there's something about this I like I often say, like, you know, oh this movie could have been a play. And and maybe it's because I've, re- I've just recently read, you know, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel pie Society, which is an epistolary novel, but I'm like, I want this to be a book. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like there's so much more here, that there's something so rich about this mm-hmm. film and about these characters that, like I, like, I want more. Like, I want, like, a novelization. Like, I want, mm-hmm. like, I want to, like... I want to read those letters. I want. I just want yep. more from it, and I I loved this movie a whole lot more than like I ever expected. I'm to. I'm so
1: glad you <laughs> liked it. I honestly like when we first were talking about watching it because I didn't remember a lot of it. I wasn't sure mm-hmm. how well it would go over. So I guess what did you rate this movie? I'm gonna give it a three and a half. That's what I did. Yeah, and and part of that it's just it's a good movie. There's just some. I think there could be some more. You know what? No, I'm going to bump it to a four because of how much we've talked about loving it. I'm going to bump point. it to a four. Because, like, I
0: said three and a half, but then the more we talk about it, the more I love it. You yeah. know what? I'm going four, too. Does that make sense? Like, Yeah. No, it does. I was just, like, I was trying to, like, rate it in terms. Like, I do need to watch it again mm-hmm. because, like, the one thing, like, my one regret is, like, I wish I had watched it and just... Just experienced it. Yeah. And then gone back and watched it another time to take notes. Yeah. Because I, like, I think I would have appreciated it that much more. Yeah. Um... But I like I was mentally comparing it to like things that I've rated like four and you know like yeah four and like five and stuff. So I was like, well, I don't know that I would put it there. But yeah, you know what? I'm gonna go four. The
1: more we talk about it, the more we talk about the artistic quality of it and mm-hmm. the artistic nature of it. The higher I, the more I like it. I, I wouldn't go higher than a four. Yeah, but like part it, of me when I rated it the first
0: time, I was like, can I do three <laughs> point seven five? Because like that's kind of where I am. But it, yeah, it just. It feels like there is something so deep and so profound mm-hmm. to this movie, and and it feels like it feels like there's so much more to it that like we didn't even touch on. Yeah, but like I don't quite know, like I don't have the words to explain it. Yeah. There's a magic and a charm
1: that I didn't remember until I rewatched mm-hmm. it. Like I, I still really like it. Like it it I liked it before. I remembered that I liked it. <laughs> but it, but it was in that like yeah that was a, that was a cute movie but i didn't remember and and honestly i probably didn't appreciate it that mm-hmm. way when i first watched it in theaters and it be, because i was a dumb How old was i it was 2006 i wasn't even 20 oh my god i turned 20 in 2006 so i guess i was 20 oh my god but just 20 oh my god <laughs> yeah so it's it's one of those things where like when i watched it i was i was a barely english major and I didn't, yeah, I was it, still like, you know, all the, what was the artistic ones are ones where he dies at the end. Like that, that's right. like you said, like that would have been the, the, what we would have wanted as English majors then. Cause tragedy is the, the like, happiness. So, yeah. Like some, something tragic, like something. Tragedy is the happiness of English majors. True. Well, <laughs>
0: like, and. That's what it feels like. Right. And that, and, and this, I, I will say this, like the a detriment to the education of being an English major is that death always feels more profound. Yep. And so that death, that death seems to have more meaning than a happily ever after. And that's something I've had to peel away from. Yeah. After. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I will read all the angsty fic you got. Yeah. Yeah. But I just as often, like I find myself these days, I'm like, no, I just, I just want some fluff. Yeah. Like then there's
1: nothing wrong with that. But this, the way this chooses to end it is to reward the characters. Yes. If he had died, where's the reward? Like, like even in death, there's some kind of reward. Like Harry Potter has Snape's death at the end. Spoilers, like big spoilers, but like 10 years late. Well, but, but Snape dies at the end of that, but it, it's a, it's still a character like moment mm-hmm. and not just for Snape, but for Harry and for, for mm-hmm. so many other things that death becomes super important. And, and if I think that's always my issue when it's angsty to be angsty and it doesn't have a reason. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. No, like, no, I hate that's when I hate
0: it. I think I get it. Do Like I like said, I love, I love aches and like, I'm pretty good at writing it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Considering that I'm proud of the fact I have a fic that made you cry. Um, uh, yeah. It made me cry and then come out and swear at you. Yeah. <laughs> <It's laughs> crowning achievement of my career. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, like I said, there, there's something, it's because of just like what, what we're taught, like we we're taught to see that, that there's some, that there's something profound, that there's, that there's, that there's an inexplicable meaning to death and particularly like death in stories like death mm-hmm. in literature death fiction yeah that death in fiction that like if if it's done right mm-hmm. you know that there that there's something to that where like more often than not you and I like we rail about like characters who died too soon or like their death was stupid because yeah. the writers didn't know how to handle it and it's like it's taken a long time to realize that that there is that there, that there's just as much meaning that there is just as much value to a happy ending, especially when it's characters had to fight for it. Yes, exactly.
1: I mean, there's no value to it. If they lived a perfect life and then had a perfect ending that, that there's no value to the story. But when, but yeah, I mean, like I'm using Harry Potter cause I see the book in front of me, cause I'm rereading it right now. <laughs> but, but like those characters have to fight for what they get mm-hmm. by the end. And I mean, Lord of the Rings, I think that maybe the other thing with The Hobbit, Thorin's death does get me. Like mm-hmm. even in the movies, because that is a good poignant death. Yes, absolutely. Like that—that that is a good moment yeah. in the movies that isn't in the books. Yeah, and and it's really well done because in that moment, death does mean something.
0: Exactly. But in 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 this, I think like as much as like you know, edgy twenty something year old me like would have mm-hmm. like wanted like him to be dead um i i do think that that like it it would have cheapened the story yeah it it would not have had as much value it would have killed the magic it would have killed the magic, but also like it doesn't give his character like a chance for any more growth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, appreciate I enjoyed that. it. I enjoyed I it much more. too. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> excited. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad that I got to enjoy it again because, like it yeah. said, it's been a while. It's yeah. And it's like that—that's the thing that I love about doing this podcast with you is that like we get to like rediscover and like and have these conversations. Yeah. That, like we wouldn't like we would still be having conversations, but it wouldn't necessarily be. We wouldn't have gotten this in depth with it. We for sure. would. We absolutely <laughs> Absolutely, would not have. It <laughs> would have been like you handing me your copy of the Lake House and saying, I can't believe you haven't seen this. Go watch it. And yeah. then just me giving it back to you and be like, oh my God, it's good. And then just. Yeah, walk you know, away. Yeah, and, and walk away. But uh, do you have anything else to add, on? That's it for me. I have nothing else. I think that'll get it for this episode of Couch Buddies. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoy this episode of Couch Buddies, why not leave us a rating and review over on iTunes? And while you're at it, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on your podcast app so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can find us by searching on social media. We're Couch Buddies Pod on Twitter, on Tumblr at CouchBuddies.tumblr.com, and you can email us at CouchBuddiesPod at gmail.com.